Pigweed here. Today we review a wheat beer and discuss a self-loathing nation. Welcome to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill. Good evening, Crow Hill. Good evening, Pigweed. What's on your mind? Well, I, I came across this quote that I've heard a couple times before, and uh, I, I want to read it to you. It's from Whoopi Goldberg. Ah, all right. Well, when I was nine years old, Star Trek came on. Of course, I had to have a Star Trek quote. Ah, of course. Star Trek came on. I looked at it, and I went screaming through the house. Come here, Mom. Everybody, come quick. Come quick. There's a black lady on television, and she ain't no maid. I knew right then and there I could be anything I wanted to be. Oh, okay. so, all right. So she recognized uh, the United States is indeed a land of opportunity. Yeah, and, and also she recognized the need for positive role models. Right. Uh, so the positive role model, Uhura, had, a, had an influence on her. Well, uh, and... and Lots of lots of black women. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so that that, that her as uh, something new to them. And That's right. Really a great leap forward. So you know, having with with uh, with Fourth of July just passing, it's so nice how many politicians and celebrities got together to use their influence to praise America <laughs> on how wonderful. It is. Yeah, so many. Of I them. mean, I, 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 you wouldn't even catch Whoopi saying that. She's probably, probably not. She'll probably get canceled if, that, yeah. if, if, if this shows she up. Said, oh, no, what? what? You used to be patriotic? <laughs> right. God. All right. What do we got here? So, so I bought us a, uh, a commercial uh, wheat beer, Chesapeake Wheat from Flying Dog, which <laughs> is an American wheat. But I also, as I was, uh, you know, rolling around in my basement, found an ancient homebrew wheat beer, mm. which has been sitting around for quite some time, mm. and, and I don't know if it's even drinkable anymore. So It's we're gonna... really, my first thought is, that's not the proper style for aging. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly, because usually to age a beer, you want it to be a little boozier, a little stronger, a little hoppier. Yes, if you and told this... me you found an old barley wine from four years be, ago, yeah, I'd say jackpot. Nice. But, uh, All right, so so let's, let's taste the, the, let's the see real a, one first. A proper fresh... 5%, uh, yeah, these are our boys here, right? Flying dog. Flying dog, yep. Hmm. Very light. Wow. That's, it's very mild. It is. And, and uh, all right, and it doesn't, okay, good. It's not a mango wheat. It's not a jalapeno wheat. It's, yeah, it's just it's, a wheat beer. It's just a wheat beer. And it's, and it's, it's very tasty, or very drinkable. It's I thought the Chesapeake tasty, wheat, you're gonna, you know, there's going to be something crabby or seafood yeah. in there. <laughs> the rockfish wheat beer. <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of gross. Yeah, but it's, yeah, that's really it's just, nice. just a, yeah, it's very nice. It's very straightforward. There's nothing really that jumps out at you about yeah. it. No, but I, sometimes I like to, you don't have to. Get too darn fancy with the style. You want to brew a wheat beer? Just do it. Yeah, just there make a wheat beer. All right, so now, oh, now you got to be brave and try the uh, well, you've got, it's ancient... It's carved. Mm -hmm. It's uh, got a little bit of a... Hmm. A little bit of a... Uh, like a tart. It's got just the slightest touch of a funky taste to me. Um, but you know, it actually actually aged decently well. Yeah, no, there, there is something a little bit um, cidery, maybe, mm. or uh, a, a little, or, or even I don't want to say vinegar, but I don't. Uh, yeah, 
certainly not you, bad. You, no, no, no. I think you could say whatever that little thing is. Is hey, that's bar. That's what I was going for. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. I mean, <laughs> right. I, I don't. It, it doesn't taste like a flaw or or the fact that it had been aged too long. No, I'm actually surprised right. that it held up this yeah, long because it's it, it's like three years old. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So okay, there we go. So. For some reason, this wheat beer survived in the cellar for uh, for three years. But... <laughs> Very nice. All right, so the so we want to talk about a self-loathing nation. Yes, and so this is this has been building, but pretty quickly, I would say. Last, well, the, the last three presidencies. Oh, you mean Ronald Reagan? America is and always will be a shiny city on a hill. Shining city on a hill. Oh no, no, that wasn't the last three presidents. Uh, no, it wasn't. And was, uh, the, the last time people were allowed to be proud Americans. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. No. Now and now it's it's what's become particularly sharp in the last two years that you know the cool it's to sit at the cool kid table is to. Uh, is hatred of your own country. Right. Yeah. And it's just become popular, like being a demisexual, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's just, it's it's not cool to be, uh, to be patriotic or to be hetero. <laughs> no. And now. <laughs> Don't need to bring sex into this. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't help it. Uh, yes. That patriotism itself is becoming negative. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you mean. Bigotry? Here you go. What are, here you go. How about Wasn't it like that in the sixties? I remember. Um, I remember. You know, I don't well, remember the sixties that well because I was just a kid. But, but I recall there being a lot of you know, protests against the Vietnam War and, and all that kind of stuff. And there was a lot of concern about what we did to the Indians and whatnot. And there was a lot of just America's not a good place going on in the sixties. And we yeah. kind of got over that. Well, we actually it became worse with the with the Watergate problem. And then we kind of got over that, and then you had Reagan coming in and, and patriotism right, you, becoming popular again. Yes, I think you, you had, uh, I think that's where we got disco. <laughs> I think I'm just hating like, America? No, the, the, right, it's like, we're sick of it. Let, can we just dance and get high? <laughs> there you go. I think it was uh, a reaction to, you know, I think it was part of that getting over we just, process. Yeah, we want to, want to have a distraction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'm just, this, this was exhausting. <laughs> Let's just let's just dance. Let's just dance. <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, now we've got what do we have here? The Utah Black Lives Matter founder faces back. I can't believe he faces backlash for calling U.S. flag a symbol of hatred because back backlash oh, from whom? Yeah, well, it must be people in Utah because it's not from uh, it's not it's not from celebrities and it's not from Democratic politicians. Oh, he not only wrote that the American flag is a symbol of hatred, and but that those flying it are racist. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I put the flag out. Well, there you have it. When we black Americans see this flag, we know the person flying it is not safe to be around. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, well, you know, you see a flag and you also, you go, violence against do you know many, dark people. Do you know how many black Americans serve proudly under that flag uh, in yeah. the armed, armed services? Uh, yeah, right, you idiot. I know, come on. When we see this flag, we know the person flying it is a racist. When we see this flag, we know the person flying it lives in a different America than we do. Oh, when we up. see this flag, we question your... Oh, come on, this guy's an idiot. He's so, an, right, he, he, he's an idiot in a position of power. Even scarier. Yes. All right, so all right. 
What other country fixates on its flaws and emphasizes its errors and encourages its citizens to be ashamed of its founding, its history, and its culture? You know, Just look I around the world. And I, would say, have tell said, me. I would have said none, except for Ben Shapiro said that Israel went through a time yeah, where, right. where, where people were trying to say that Israel was founded on uh, bad principles. So there was a time uh, a couple decades ago where the yeah. left was trying to convince everybody that but of founded. course, they're just being fashionable because you're basically asking to have your own throats cut. Yeah, throats cut. So if you really wanted to follow through with that, then you would have advocated for the overthrow of your own government and the murder of every single person in the country. Yeah, who, is what, that what you were thinking? What, what other country goes around? You you find some some crappy little country, and they still are going to talk about what 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 they're good at. What All right, how about this? I was thinking about Mongolia. Okay. So the Mongols, depending on who you're talking to, are responsible for between 30 and 40 million deaths. There were more deaths by murder under the Mongol Empire than any other uh, empire in history. Okay. They were responsible for the death of 11% of the world's population and 35% of, of Persia. Okay. So, so if that doesn't qualify you for, for, for shame then I don't know what would, but the next time you fly into the capital of Mongolia, I don't even know what it's called, it's a difficult name, you'll be flying it into Genghis Khan Airport, <laughs> and there's a massive statue. I'm thinking, not that much shame. Yeah, not much. Not, not, they're think, probably thinking about how good their horsemanship skills were. You <laughs> yeah, know? they're like, God, remember when we were the badasses of the entire planet? <laughs> and I'm sure that's what they're teaching. Sure. Right? They're teaching self-loathing? No, not, not that I can imagine. Now, who, yeah, what country... Actually goes around saying that uh, we have a stain on our nation's soul. That's Joe Biden. Saying okay. That, that uh, every single day that you know we have this systemic problem that's like a, a knee on the neck of justice for Black Americans. That's yes. Joe Biden. Oh, thanks, Joe. Who? Who? Thanks, what other country? Boy. What, what if that doesn't inspire? Are you going to hear Xi Jinping or whatever his name is say say something like that? Are you kidding me? You think he's, you think the Chinese are ashamed of being Chinese? They think they're the greatest. There, there is such Chinese exceptionalism going on in China. Exactly. They are the greatest thing this world has ever produced, and that's why they are fit to dominate the planet. And as long as we've got the Joe Bidens of the world running the supposed superpower, yeah. they just might. So Captain Crowhill knows a little bit more about Asian countries than I do, and she says that, that uh, people talk about racism in America, that racism in Asia is off the charts. That those they are ridiculously racist. They're ridiculously, uh, you know, proud of themselves. They think they're the best, and they're racist against everybody else. Uh, you, uh, China or, or each each All country against, country. against, against <laughs> one another. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember asking our, our our friend that spent some time in China. I'm going. Is there like a particular group? And I'm thinking of in in Mexico. Anytime you're you're telling a what you would consider the version of a Polak joke mm -hmm. would be a Spaniard joke. Really? So okay. that's just like this the the default joke about the dumb the, yeah. the, the dummy. So I was like, so and you know, when I was a kid, I didn't even know that Polacks were like just people from Poland. <laughs> you I, just thought I, that was just I, a name for people I, that you made fun of. I just heard we I heard all so many Polak jokes. I just thought, okay, they're they're just dummies. That's what that means. That's just another word for dummy. <laughs> so I, I, I so I, I said so. Uh, you know, how about for the Chinese? Like, who's the who's the punchline for China? For, yeah. for China, probably the said, Koreans like, or the they? Japanese. No, no, he said everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, there's no particular group that that, that that is below the Chinese. 
everybody is below the Chinese. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. A, a, a little bit of patriotism here, guys? Is, it, it, is that going to... And so, what is the end game here? Well, this is going to be a show for the future, the destruction of, of America, probably next week. But, uh... Uh, is this more than virtue signaling? Like, it's cool to be uh, to say that we're bad because it shows you how virtuous I am that I can say that the country has not lived up to my high standards because I have these high standards of virtue that this country is not living up to. Look at me. Is it what's going on here? So it's it's really hard to figure out exactly what's going on, but I think it's something like this. You have a bunch of hyperventilating morons in the universities who yeah. come up with these weird theories and these things that they're scared of and, and all these, these crazy theories that they propose. And those things start to catch on among the kind of the extreme left of the Democratic Party, right? And that becomes kind of the, 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 the source cool, of the power. Cool the cool kids the, and also the source of power. They're the people who are willing to go out and yell and scream and demonstrate and do everything else. So then you have a bunch of gutless, uh, wimpy politicians who know better but are afraid to say, shut up, that's stupid. Um, so they have to kowtow to this nonsense that's being spread among the extreme crazy side of their party. That's what I think is going on. That you have, you have a bunch of ridiculous, idiotic ideas coming out of the, out of the universities that not just the kids but the the Unfortunately, the faculty also, and that stuff has but gotten think, a solid. But, well, I guess we have getting. Yeah, I know. I think you're dead on. But uh, uh, does is, does this does this produce a better nation? What are they? Well, of course what, not. What do they think? They're, do they think, or are they not even thinking that far? They're just thinking, it's uh, hey, it's it, it's it, it helps me. Uh, it probably helps my tenure track. Uh, right. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't make for a stronger nation. Or do they believe? That and this is this is actually something you know part of the the, the commie long game yeah. that uh, that this weakens America and the world is better off with a weak America. I, I think that they are what the commies but they're would insulated call, from all of this. Yeah, by the I way. think they're they are precisely what the commies would call useful idiots. Yes, they they are. They're not thinking about what will make the nation strong. They're not no. thinking about the long term. No. They're just thinking about their own little discipline and coming up with their neat academic theory and complaining about X, Y, and Z without any sense whatsoever of whether this is going to make anything better or whether, like... Or whether, okay, or, or, or whether or not they've got something to replace it with. Yeah, or if, if the Chinese were to take over, like if they destroy America and the Chinese take over, do they think they're going to have their same cushy position Oh, that that's what's yeah, Well, that's yes. That's the useful idiot part. Yeah, is that uh, all right? At some point, this will go even too far for you. And when you say, "Wait a minute, I didn't think it was going to go this far," well, now you are are not ideologically pure enough, and you too will be purged. Yeah, and they're just hoping that. Uh, you well, know, that's the thing about revolutions; they eat their own. Yeah, they they end they end up. You know, you're never quite. Uh, if, you talk, if you want to talk about American exceptionalism. Look around. Look at the world's revolutions and how far that pendulum swings yep. when the revolution. Except in America. Except in America, it was a conservative revolution. Now you look. In I mean, the Mexican Revolution. You, 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 uh, Catholic priests were hunted down and, and murdered because that's how far this deeply Catholic nation had swung in the portion in, in the course of its revolution. And forget about the French and the, and the Russians. I mean. 
yeah, our revolution was, was essentially conservative. They they basically want just wanted the rights. It was of English right. Rights. It was so, but it 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 uh, had such radical ideas in terms of self governance, and yet so restrained. At the same time, we didn't go around then slaughtering every loyalist right. in the process, you yeah. know, like the like the French did. Right. It was just like, all right, looks like that war's over. We got ourselves a new country to build, gentlemen. And <laughs> we. And it. how about King, how about King George? And George says, "We're not having that. Uh, right. I'd like to retire to my country." Cincinnatus too. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right. The fact that you don't want the job means you're the only person qualified for the job. <laughs> Like, all right. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll be president <laughs> yeah. for a little while. But but you're right. There's, aside from that one example of the brief time in Israel when elements of the left in Israel were trying to say, you know, we were founded on bad principles, I cannot think of an example of a country that goes around saying bad things about themselves. It's just I mean, stupid. Why would you do it? it, it right. And don't don't the, the, the Kenyans and the Chileans and the Cambodians all look for what is good and unique and special in their nation's culture and history? I hope so. I mean, I, I hope that they think that their country is exceptional and that they are proud to be Chileans and, and Cambodians and... Okay. Well, you remember, remember right. when, Donald Trump, when Donald Trump was speaking at the United Nations and he said, you know, I'm going to promote what's best for America. America's first, and I want all of you to do the same thing for your countries. Yes, well, you what know, else exactly. would you do? Why so, would you want... Instead of, instead of some previous... I can't imagine a president running around the country apologizing for his nation. Can you uh, imagine uh, uh, that would ever happen? So I, I have a vague recollection of, of something uh, somebody like that. named 44. <laughs> somebody uh, going around doing that. Yeah, yeah. and and, uh, and even people who were, even people who were on that guy's side was going... I mean, I mean, foreign countries who agree with him, they're going, yeah, but you don't go... To, you don't... You don't bad mouth your own country outside of your own country. Well, that's what the uh, Dixie Chicks did wrong. Remember that? Um, Dixie Chicks went, um, they were a country group, and they went off someplace else. They were in another country. Uh And they were criticizing America. And they basically just like fell off the, they they were doing pretty well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they just, boom, they they were done. I mean, I wonder... Because of America's response to them, or or were for or even foreigners going really? No, no, no. I think because country music generally is a is a patriotic group of people. Yeah. And you so somebody wants to complain about America here in America, that's fine. But you go over there and complain about America, no, can't do it. And uh, so that that was kind of the end of them. So I um. Uh, Target is dead to me. Oh yeah. So I go into. Target to knock out a few things here. I've got to get a birthday present for a child. Yeah. Uh, I figured, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead. They're, they've always got the $9.99 uh, t-shirt sale, you know, yeah. just brief. Lesson. All right. It'll, it'll, it'll wear out in one year after I wear it to the gym. Boom, get that. I also want some patriotic plates and napkins because mm-hmm. we had patriotic brew day. Yeah. I said I can just knock this all out of one. Crickets. Not a hint of the Fourth of July. Really? This is on the uh, on the second of July. Yeah. Zero. Not a thing anywhere. So I go to the back where the T-shirts are going to be. Well, they should be in the front because you don't have that seasonal section. Yeah, yeah. Right? So no, 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 I can't find plates, napkins, or anything. I go to the back. Zero. But guess what? There's still a full rack of leftover Pride Month T-shirts that they celebrated for an entire month. Ready for you, ready for you to buy, and I could not find. Dead to me. 
No, no Fourth of July. So Mrs. Crowhill uh, gave up on Club Target after they had the the old uh, bathroom thing. When they decided that they were going to have their bathrooms open up to anybody who thought that they belonged in that bathroom. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah Target's done. Uh, so, so she. So we're being asked. Everybody for a month is supposed to be proud of either proud of, of their gayness or proud of being an ally for, 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 for gayness. But you can't ask people to, to, to say the pledge or stand for the flag. Uh, the president canceled the Rolling Thunder, but, but that they, they had it anyway, despite him, and canceled a fireworks at Mount Rushmore on the 4th of July. Why? What was his grounds for that? He didn't want people to get together and spread coronavirus. Is that That's right. probably the excuse that he used. Yes, yes but if, but if he didn't say anything about the, the a month long of of gay parades. Mm. Uh, you know, actually, this one this is this weird thing about coronavirus. For some reason, coronavirus. Whenever you're whenever you mean well, whenever you're like doing a leftist cause thing, coronavirus just like doesn't transmit. Like if you're if you're doing a riot about George Floyd or something like that. Coronavirus doesn't translate person to person, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you're but if you're like singing in church or something like that, that's when the coronavirus uh -huh. transmits. A wedding, a funeral, yeah, exactly. That's it, that's so dangerous. It's it's such an ideological virus. It's really surprising. It, it only virus. it only spreads at conservative events. It doesn't spread at liberal oh, events. Oh my gosh! So yeah, no, no. I had something about uh, the risk of wildfires or something, but but of course. It was because it the the governor never shut down, never yeah. didn't shut down the state. Right. I mean, it was purely targeted at. It was purely intended to punish uh, South Dakota. Right. And I just thought, well, so is South Dakota the one with the attractive governor? Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. yeah. Future vice president. Yeah. I'm seeing. Uh, but I can imagine that. Yes, Mount Rushmore is federal territory, but it doesn't run for the whole length of the state. Yeah. I just, it wouldn't have been great to just find, if somebody just found the line and then one foot away from that <laughs> set up a mountain of fireworks and said, this, right? Because they can't yeah. shut down what goes on in South Dakota. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but States still, still have the, some the, rights. The, but, yeah. the, but how embarrassing is that? that yeah. So, so this whole idea of promoting the idea that we're, Systematically racist, we're inherently racist, we're founded on slavery, which is, uh, 1619, all those other kinds of which is nonsense. And it's, and it's, it, uh, and as, well, let's get down to some specifics here, but as a broader principle, it's never done anywhere in the planet because everybody understands that it's that, that is the seeds of the destruction of your own country, but the strongest planet, the strongest country. The most, the freest country, the smartest, most opportunistic uh, country with the most opportunity can't see it in its own self. Right. So what's that going to do to military recruitment? Well, what's that going to do to our foreign policy? Yeah. Why, why should other countries look up to us or follow anything that we say if we're going around saying that we're systemically racist? Well, the... yeah, I, I just saw Bone, Bonehead uh, Biden say something along the lines of, you know, the, the, uh, that this country is not living up to the values of America. You just told everybody that we're a garbage country. Yeah. And now you're going to say they're not meeting our high standards and and looking looking to us for guidance. Well, why would they, right. idiot? You're right. the one that just told them we don't deserve that. Exactly. Why would they look to us for anything 
if we're founded on slavery. And every, you, know, you can't criticize, now we can't criticize another government. We can't say, you know, that Saudi Arabia shouldn't be the head of the uh, Human Rights Council. And <laughs> they're like, who are you to say? You, you just told us that, you, that, that, that you're an awful racist country. Now you're going to criticize us? Yeah. You know, it reminds me a little bit of that situation where the university put out some sort of a statement saying that they, they were systemically racist and they needed to apologize and they needed to change their policies and blah, blah, blah. And the Trump administration said, administration said wait a minute. Wait, hold wait, on. If you're systemically racist, we're cutting all your funding because that's against the law. Yeah, you've already signed. A, a, in order to get federal funding, you have already signed a piece of paper that said we promise that we are not discriminatory. Right. So they're, oh, oh but well, we, we, didn't, we didn't mean us. No, no, no. I think, well, yeah, about, yeah. I think about that with the... Um, the same people who are saying the country is systemically racist seem perfectly willing to become part of the system. You know, like um, yeah, you are the system. I mean, yeah. shouldn't you fire yourselves and <laughs> invite new people to come in to do things entirely different, or at least participate in, in in tearing down all of the rules of your hospital or whatever it is that you're claiming? Yeah, if is you're this. part of the system and you think the system is systemically racist, then resign. And resign. And are you telling me what, what, what it just occurred to you now? You've been a part of this system for 30 years. You've been participating in it. You have built this system. And now you're going to get on your high horse and point fingers about how systemically racist the thing that you built. Joe Biden has been part of the government for oh, forever. Yeah. yeah. So he, he since, is the system. Yeah, and, John, and then he's going to be going around saying Paul that it's Revere. systemically racist. So uh, the reality is that we are either the least or among the least racist countries on the planet. Oh, I would say at least. If you did poll, poll, when you do polling about uh, uh, the willingness to like live next door to people from another race, racial marriage, uh, where, where the highest standard of living of black people on the entire planet are Americans. Hmm. Uh, who, who, and I'm so sick of saying this, who are you comparing us to? Did you hear some 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 mythological country that lives only in your own mind, and you are outraged that we have, we are not living up to that? Right. Sickened by it. Did you hear uh, Candace Owens' proposal for what what would she would do with American blacks who were like thought that America was racist and Africa was better? She said, "Okay, fine. We'll have a swap program. <laughs> we'll we'll find we'll find an African who wants to come to America." And, and we'll bring them to America and send you back to where yeah, they you were. You live in their house. They yeah, live in yours. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah, I, I heard, and I think it was on uh, Candace Owens, that, well, I wouldn't call it, Nigerians aren't an ethnic group, but let's just say a nationality. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, mo the highest educated group uh, in America, hmm. percentage-wise. Really? Are Nigerians. So I thought it was Indians. It's, it's not there, so... Uh, their skin color isn't holding them back. Exactly. Right. Uh, well, you saw that doctor. You saw the, the doctor who was talking about uh, critical race theory in the schools, and he's saying, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we talked about yeah, it in yeah, our yeah. critical race theory episode. Yeah, so it's crazy. So the reality is we are, like, one of the least racist countries in the world. And then what What about this? Well, what's the positive spin on this? What, what do we need... What, what does a country need in order to succeed, in order to move forward, in order to have a positive self-image, in order to, to move itself towards success? It seems to me that we've lost 
Like if you ask somebody, what does it mean to be an American? What's the American dream? What, you know, what do we stand for? People just don't know anymore. Yeah, I mean, because we don't we don't teach patriotism. No, we don't we don't teach patriotism. In fact, in fact yeah, which which if if we didn't teach patriotism and didn't also did not teach anti-patriotism, I I, I could probably live with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fact that the NEA and the AFT and all our ed- educational systems are all for the idea of uh, teaching how horrible America is, and finally, and you get one. Finally, Donald Trump stands up and says, "All right, this is the 1776 project. We're going to, and you know, six months later, he's out and of office, and, and, and now we're back right, to 1619." Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I think. Rather than doing all this self-loathing and self-criticizing and everything else, we should pick the things that are good about America. For example, that we stand up for liberty. That even if even if we were hypocritical in our stand for equality in in the early days, that that the seed of that concept, all men are created equal, worked through the system, and eventually now we have. A, it's the hypocrisy itself, which is. The good thing, like recognizing that that Thomas Jefferson called for, you know, wrote down that all men are created equal and had slaves. The recognition of that hypocrisy is us putting into action. Yes. So hypocrisy is the tribute that vice pays to virtue. Right. So so what what happens is yes by yes go ahead. So what what happens is here's their principle: all men are created equal, and people are going, yeah, you say that, but you got slaves. Well, the principle is right. That they they were hypocrites about it, okay. But that worked through the kind of the warp and the woof of America, and so we kind of realized, yeah, we got to fix this problem. Yeah, and we did. Yeah. So so that's. I mean, and I think, uh, my understanding, you know, that yes, he was a hypocrite, but he got how wrong it was, mm-hmm. and he and, and that they understood that building this into the foundation and the aspirations of America, all right. It's not going to happen with this generation because we had to get these Southerners on board in order to have a, na- a new nation. Mm-hmm. But we'll build the mechanism in, uh, and, you know, less than 100 years later, we had a civil war. Right. And, uh, yeah, so what you, what, you're, what you have uh, from, listen to Ben Shapiro pointed out nicely, you can't have it both ways. You can't say that uh, America is an awful place because it has not lived up to its founding principles and its founding principles are fundamentally rotten <laughs> and which right right we, and that which is the origins of the 1619 project and every right. well actually the whole CRTs that everything has to be thrown out every statue and every name on every building because it was built and at the same time appeal to those principles so i heard somebody recently say that the only reason the united states uh, had a senate was to support slavery because that way the the southern states would get... I said, well, wait a minute. The United States was built on the Roman system of government and they had a Senate. That's why we had a Senate. It's not, uh, it's not, like, it's not like we invented the concept of a Senate yeah, just yeah. to support slavery. You know? so, so a lot of these things get, get sort of twisted around in, a, in an odd way, in a very unhistorical way, just to, just to promote this racist idea of of the origin of our country, and it's, it's just really not true. It's not true. It's not helpful. Let's get, I don't know, do you have, uh, do you have some quotes from some, 
wonderful people. We've got Maxine Waters, who's always good for oh gosh, she's a mouthful of garbage. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah. The, the Declaration of Independence says we hold these truths to be self-evident. Yet, seventeen states enacted voter suppression laws. Yet. George Floyd and Michael Brown and what and yeah just a list of names. Yeah, she's, she's just a uh, lunatic. I, I, don't, yeah. uh, I mean, voter suppression laws. They, Shut they up. Didn't, they didn't have voter. And how about who's this? Who I don't even know who who the this moron is. The uh, Corey Bush, another uh, another mind numbed freshman, know nothing nobody, but you know, sort of hitched her wagon to. The squad the, or something. Right, the squad. Uh, remember that the freedom they're referring to is for white people. This land is stolen land and black people still aren't free. Yeah. All right, so you are an educated, wealthy, sitting member of Congress. Totally not free. This land is stolen land. You know what, this, you know what I hear? Yeah, just like Candace Owens is, uh, I want these people, I want her to propose that the people of where I think she's from Missouri, where she's from, should find the Indians that used to live there and give their land back. Sure. How about that? Or how about if she how about if she finds somebody in Africa who would like to swap places with her? Yeah. How about that? Or she finds some country that's better than the United States and, and swaps places with that person. I'd be fine. I'd be I, happy I, with them. I would I'd go fund me that I'd pitch exactly. into that go yeah. fund me exactly. to set themselves up in a nice little plot. So here's an article. Bill the Biden administration repeatedly claims America is racist. And that's quotes from the president, from the vice president, from the de- Secretary of State, uh, from the Department of the Secretary of Treasury, oh, from the Secretary wait, of Defense, uh, from the, uh, the, the Secretary of uh, the Department of Justice, uh, keep going. from Department of the Interior, Department of Agriculture, Department of Commerce, Department of Labor, Department of Health and Human Services, Department of Housing, Housing and Urban Development, Department of Transportation, and every single one of them towing the line saying... Basically cutting and pasting from, oh, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. And what's, saying the, that under, what's the underlying theme? Just give me well, yes. only one or two of them is going to tell you what all of them say. So yes. Ahead. Okay. How about this one? The country is also facing. Hold on. Which, which who, who we have this, here? This is Janet Yellen. A crisis of systemic racism and an economic crisis is building for you. I believe uh, we should, we can, and should use it to address inequality, racism, and climate change. Okay. How does yeah, that's right. As a department. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you adjust. Uh, you 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 adjust. Uh, mortgage loan rates and uh, to affect climate change. Yeah, how about, yeah thanks. sure, thanks. Yeah, so um, that's horrifying. I, I yeah, think it's plain to me that there's discrimination and widespread disparate treatment of communities of color and other ethnic minorities in this country. Judge Garland said. Okay, what, what, what do you got? Uh, well, I mean, what do you, what, and? and and if you're in charge, of it, why don't you fix it? If it's already against the law, for yeah, 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 right. I love, I, I love. I, that's why I thought every time uh, uh, Trump. Responded to Biden, going every time you say, every time you say something is terrible in America, you, go, you were there for thirty years, what did and you including do about it? the White House for eight years, and now it's time to fix these problems. Right? Where were you? Plugs? <laughs> right. Yeah. So it just goes on and on. Yeah, Our on work on. Is, to, is to dismantle systemic racism. Yeah. The, right. No. And, never any follow up. Never any follow up. What that means, and of course, it, of course, it doesn't mean dismantling your job or any of your friends' jobs. Yeah. How about this one? Uh, systemic racism has been here forever, if you want to be honest about it. Uh, so, Department of th- Labor. Great. Yeah. So, okay. Was the country racist in the past? 
absolutely clearly so. Yeah. But it's against the law now. If if there's something going on that's racist, then there's recourse. Go to, exactly. There's recourse. Go to court. It, it's it just is ridiculous for people to keep saying this kind of nonsense. Yes, we had slavery. That was terrible. And yes, we had Jim Crow, and that was but terrible. I never identify what it is or what the solution is. It's just the same tired talking points. Yes. I'm sick of it. And, okay, what we need to do is focus on what's positive about the country and, and move forward. And they're, they're just not doing it. They're not helping. All right. So, point is... Is there anything positive to talk about? Well, the, well just, just to wrap it up, the point is there is no good outcome of a self-loathing nation. It is, it, you are, you, you, I can just see the Russians the Chinese and are the Chinese laughing and rubbing their little hands together like, we don't even have to do anything. I know, they're going to kill themselves. Those idiots over there are doing our job for us. They're going to tear everything down. And All we want to do is undermine them, and we've got universities over there doing our bidding. We'll, we'll just walk right in and introduce our entirely unracist policies. Uh, in <laughs> yeah. this. I can imagine how not racist Chinese exactly. people are. Exactly, yeah, right. <laughs> Ask the Uyghurs. Yeah. Okay, so how about our man of the week? Who is Tracy McGee, 26? He, uh, he works at Wendy's in yeah. Waynesboro, Georgia. Yeah. And he walks for four hours to work. Four hours. 11 miles. Kind of a slow pace, for, but not yeah. really. I mean, well, three, you figure three three miles an hour and put you there is 12 miles, yeah. right? Yeah. And it might be rough terrain or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know, it all. Now, uh, Waynesboro police officer Gary Jenkins, from time to time, would give him a ride, and sometimes he's like, nah, I'm good. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, so he, uh, yeah, he's got involved with the. The vice mayor and started a uh, started a GoFundMe page to get him. They didn't buy him a vehicle, but they got him. Uh, what do you call it? Credit uh, transit pass. Oh, okay. Well, they can get him a bicycle, maybe. I know. Yeah, but yeah. it cut his trip down from it's it eleven miles. If it's a straight shot, it's only fifteen minutes. Yeah. And that's what it was. It's cut his it's travel down from four hours to fifteen minutes. And oh, I, I couldn't quite figure this out because it says it. It says they paid for it, but the uh, the transit service agreed to take McGee to and from work hassle free. What does hassle free mean? I know Were they hassling them before. Uh, yeah, I mean, does hassle free mean without fare? Because it doesn't sound like I don't you're... think that's hassling. If you ask somebody, yeah, to, to pay. ask somebody yeah. to pay. So it's really weird. That so is I'm, a little weird. I'm not. I'm not going to put the transit service on our list yeah. of men but, of the but week. But good for the cop for but giving him a ride. Good for the guy who's and willing to this, do this. Yeah. Tracy McGee walking. He's got family, and he's got uh, extended family that he's responsible for. Yeah. Uh, so yes, what right? Because you could go. Eh, I don't know where the heck he lives. He's four hours from a Wendy's. But, right. Uh, uh, you know, eh, no good jobs where I live. So what am I going to do? Yeah, get off your butt and walk. How yeah. about that? So he did yeah. that. Somebody right. else recognized it. That's a manly and, thing to do. Uh, I think we have number of mans of the week. Yes. Well done, Tracy, and well done, cop <laughs> Gary Jenkins. Mr. Gary Jenkins. All right. Very good. If you like Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill, please like it, share it, give us a good review, post it to Facebook, all that good stuff. Thank you so much.